Vision 3 of Shepherd of Hermas by Hermas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Third Vision, Chapter 1. What I saw, brethren, was on this wise. When I had fasted oft and prayed the Lord to declare to me the revelation which he had promised to show me through that aged woman, in that night she appeared and said to me, Since thou art thus importunate and zealous to know all things, Go now into the country where thou farmest, and about the fifth hour I will appear unto thee, and will show thee the things which thou must see. I asked her, saying, Lady, to what place in the country? Where thou wilt, quoth she. Then I chose out a goodly retired spot. But before I had spoken to her and told her the place, she said to me, I will come there where thou wilt. So I went into the country, brethren, and counted up the hours, and came to the place that I had appointed for her to come. And I saw an ivory bench set there, and on the bench lay a linen pillow, and over it was spread out a linen cloth of fine flax. Seeing these things lying, and no man in the place, I was sore amazed, and as it were, trembling seized me, and my hair stood up, and a horror came upon me, because I was alone. Coming, however, to myself and calling to mind the glory of God and taking courage, I bowed my knees and began to confess my sins again to the Lord as before. Then she came with the six young men whom I had seen before and stood by me and listened as I prayed and confessed my sins to the Lord. And she touched me and said, Cease, Hermas, to pray all about thy sins. Ask for righteousness also that thou mayest straightway receive some part thereof for thine house. And she raised me up by the hand, and led me to the bench, and said to the young men, Go and build. And when the young men were gone, and we were left alone, she said to me, Sit down here. I said to her, Lady, let the elder first be seated. Sit down, quoth she, as I bid thee. Then when I would have sat down on the right side, she suffered me not, but beckoned to me with her hand to sit on the left. And as I thought thereon, and was sad because she suffered me not to sit on the right side, she said to me, Grievest thou Hermas, the place is on the right for others, who have already pleased God and suffered for the name's sake. Thou comest far short of sitting with them, but continue as thou dost in thy singleness and thou shalt sit with them, and so shall all who do their works, and bear what they have borne. Chapter 2 What, quoth I, did they bear? Hearken, quoth she, scourgings, imprisonments, great afflictions, crosses, wild beasts for the name's sake. Therefore the right side of holiness belongeth to them, and to all who suffer for the name, and to the rest belongeth the left side. Nevertheless, both they that sit on the right and they that on the left have the same gifts and the same promises, only that those are seated on the right hand and have a certain glory. Thou art full of longing to sit on the right hand with them, yet thy feelings are many, but thou shalt be purged from them, and all who doubt not shall be purged from all their sins unto this day. When she had thus spoken, she would have departed, but I fell at her feet and besought her by the Lord 
to show me the vision which she promised. Then she took me again by the hand, and raised me up and seated me at the bench on the left side. And she herself sat on the right. Lifting up a certain bright wand, she said to me, Seest thou some great thing? I said to her, Lady, I see nothing. She said to me, Lo, seest thou not over against thee a great tower, being builded by four square stones upon the waters? Now the tower was being built four square by six young men who came with her, and myriads more of men were bringing stones, some from the deep and some from the land, and were giving them to the six young men, and they were taking them and building. All the stones drawn from the deep they put into the building as they were, for they were fitly shapen and answerable in their joining to the other stones. And they so clave to one another that no joint appeared, but the whole tower seemed to be built of one stone. But some of the other stones which were brought from the dry land they rejected, and some they put into the building, and some they hewed in pieces and hurled far from the tower. And many other stones lay round about the tower, and they were not using them for the building, for some of them were scabbed, and some had cracks, and some were stunted, and others were white but round, and would not fit into the building. And I saw other stones flung far from the tower, and lighting on the way, and not remaining in it, but rolling off to where there was no way, and others falling upon fire and being burned, and others falling near water, but unable to roll into it, although they would fain have rolled and come to the water. Chapter 3 When she had showed me these things, she would have run away. But I said to her, Lady, what doth it profit me to have seen these things and not know what they mean? She answered me, saying, Thou art a knavish fellow, desiring to know all about the tower. Yea, quoth I, Lady, so that I may tell my brethren, and they may be the more glad, and when they have heard these things, may know the Lord in much glory. Then quoth she, Many shall hear, but when they have heard, some of them shall rejoice, and some weep. Howbeit, these also, if they hear and repent, shall likewise rejoice. Hear then the parables of the tower, for I will reveal all things unto thee. And then trouble me no more about revelation, for these revelations have an end, seeing they are fulfilled. Yet thou wilt not cease to ask for revelations, for thou art shameless. The tower which thou seest building is myself, the church, which have appeared to thee even now and before time. Wherefore ask what thou wilt concerning the tower, and I will reveal it unto thee, that thou mayest rejoice with the saints. I said to her, Lady, seeing thou hast once judged me worthy to whom to reveal all things, do thou reveal them. And she said to me, Whatsoever is possible should be revealed to thee shall be revealed. Only let thy heart be toward God, and doubt not at whatsoever thou seest. I asked her, Lady, why is the tower built upon the waters? I told thee before, quoth she, and thou inquirest diligently, and so inquiring thou findest the truth. Hear then why the tower is built upon the water. It is because your life was saved, and shall be saved by water. 
but the tower was founded by the word of the almighty and glorious name and it is held fast by the unseen power of the master chapter four i answered and said to her lady this thing is great and wondrous but who are the six men that were building these said she are the holy angels of god which were first created to whom the lord delivered his whole creation to increase and build it and to rule over it by their hand therefore must the building of the tower be accomplished but those others who were bringing the stones who are they they also she said are holy angels of god but those six are more excellent than they and when the building of the tower is finished then all shall rejoice together round about the tower and shall glorify god because the building of the tower is accomplished then i asked her saying lady i would know what event happeneth to the stones and what is the meaning of them she answered and said to me not because thou art of all men the most worthy to have things revealed to thee for there are others before thee and better than thou to whom these visions should have been revealed but to the end that the name of god may be glorified they have been revealed and shall be revealed to thee because of the double-minded who debate in their hearts whether these things be so or not say unto them that all these things are true and nothing is beside the truth but all is firm and sure and established chapter five hear now about the stones that went into the building the square white stones which agree in their joinings these are the apostles and bishops and teachers and deacons who walk in godly gravity and ministered purely and gravely as bishops and teachers and deacons to the elect of god of whom some are fallen asleep and some yet are and they always agreed together and had peace among themselves and hearkened to one another therefore do their joinings agree in the structure of the tower and who are they that are drawn from the deep and put to the building which agree in their joinings with the other stones that were already laid these are they which have suffered for the name of the lord and the other stones that were fetched from the dry land i would know lady what they are quoth she they that went into the building without being hewn are those whom the lord approved because they walked in the straight way of the lord and directed themselves in his commandments and those that were brought and put into the building what are they they are the young in faith and faithful they are admonished by the angels to do good because wickedness was found in them and those which they rejected and flung away what are they these are they that have sinned and are minded to repent wherefore they are not flung far from the tower because they will be useful for the building if they repent they then that are to repent if they repent shall be strong in the faith if they repent now while the tower is in building but if the tower be finished then they have no longer room but shall be castaways only this they have that they lie near the tower chapter six and what dost thou know about the stones that were hewn in pieces and flung far from the tower these are the children of iniquity and they received the faith in hypocrisy and no wickedness 
departed from them. Wherefore, they have not salvation, because they are not of use for building by reason of their wickedness. Therefore, they were broken up and hurled far away, because of the anger of the Lord. For they provoked him to anger, and of the many others which thou sawest lying about, and not going into the building. These that are scabbed are they that knew the truth, but remained not therein, nor clave to the saints. For this cause they are useless. And what are they that have the clefts? These are they that have divisions of heart against one another, and are not peaceable among themselves, but have the look of peace. And when they go away from one another, their wickedness remaineth in their hearts. These are the clefts which those stones have. And they that are stunted are they that have believed, and are for the more part righteous, but have some parts in them of iniquity. Therefore are they maimed and not whole. And the white round stones which do not fit into the building, what are they, lady? She answered and said to me, How long wilt thou be foolish and without understanding, asking about everything and discerning nothing? These are they that have faith, but have also the riches of this world. By reason of their wealth and their traffic, when affliction ariseth, they deny their Lord. And I answered and said to her, When, lady, will they be of use for the building? Quoth she, When the wealth which captiveth them shall have been cut off, then they shall be serviceable to God. For as the round stone, except it be chipped and lose somewhat of itself, cannot become square, so the rich of this world, except the riches be pared away, cannot become meat for the Lord's use. Know this from experience of thyself. When thou wast rich, thou was nothing worth, but now thou art profitable and good for the use of life. Be ye profitable to God, for thou thyself also profitest out of the same stones. Chapter 7 And the other stones, which thou sawest flung far from the tower, and falling on to the way, and rolling out of it, to where there was no way, these are they that have believed, but because of their double mind they forsake their true way. Thinking then that they can find a better way, they wander and are hardly beset, walking about where there are no ways. And they that fell into the fire and were burned, these are they that utterly fell away from the living God, and it never again came into their heart to repent because of their wanton desires and their wickedness, which they committed. And the others which fell near the water, but could not roll into it, wilt thou know what they are? These are they that have heard the word, and are minded to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then, when they bethink them of the purity of the truth, they repent, and go again after their evil desires. So she finished the explanation of the tower, but being unabashed, I went on to ask her whether all the stones that were cast away would not fit into the structure of the tower might repent and have place in this tower. They may repent, quoth she, but they cannot fit into this tower. But they shall fit into another, much lesser place, and this after they have been tormented and have fulfilled the days of their sins. And for this cause they shall be removed because they have been partakers of the word of righteousness. And then it shall happen to them to be released from their torments, 
If so, they take thought of the evil deeds which they have committed. But if not, then they cannot be saved, because of the hardness of their hearts. Chapter 8 Then, when I had done asking her about all these things, she said to me, Wilt thou see somewhat else? And being full of longing to behold, I was very glad that I might see it. And looking at me and smiling a little, she said to me, Seest thou seven women round the tower? I see them, lady, quoth I. This tower, she said, is upholden by them according to the command of the Lord. Hear now their operations. The first of them, the one clenching her hands, is named Faith. Through her the elect of God are saved. The next that is girded and manlike is called Continence. She is the daughter of Faith. Whoso followeth her becometh happy in his days, because he will refrain from all evil deeds, believing that if he refrain from every evil desire, he shall inherit life eternal. And the rest, lady, what are they? They are daughters, one of another, and they are called, one of them simplicity, one knowledge, one innocence, one modesty, one love. When, therefore, thou doest all the works of their mother, thou canst live. I would know, quoth I, lady, what virtue each one of them hath. Here, quoth she, the powers which they possess. Their powers are knit together and follow one another, even as they are born. Of faith is born continence, of continence simplicity, of simplicity innocence, of innocence modesty, of modesty knowledge, of knowledge love. Their works then are pure and revered and divine. Whosoever, therefore, shall serve these women, and prevail to lay hold on their works, he shall have his habitation in the tower with the saints of God. Then I asked her concerning the times, whether the full end was yet. And she cried with a loud voice, saying, O foolish man, seest thou not the tower yet a building? When this shall have done being built, then cometh the end. Howbeit it shall quickly be built up. Henceforth ask me nothing. Sufficient for thee and for the saints is this notification and the renewal of your spirits. Not, however, for thyself alone have these things been revealed, but to the intent that thou mayest show them to all. After three days, for thou must first understand them, I charge thee, Hermas, to speak all these things which I am about to say to thee in the ears of the saints, that they may hear and do them, and may be cleansed from their iniquities, and now with them. Chapter 9 Hearken unto me, ye children. I bred you up in much simplicity and innocence and modesty. For the mercy of the Lord, who shed righteousness upon you, that ye might be justified and sanctified from all wickedness and perverseness. Yet ye will not cease from your wickedness. Now therefore hearken unto me, and have peace among you, and visit and help one another, and partake not by yourselves alone of the creatures of God in abundance, but give a share also to them that need. For some by excess of meats contract infirmity of the flesh and injure their flesh, whereas the flesh of them that lack meats is harmed by their not having sufficiency of food, and their body is consumed. This separateness, therefore, is hurtful to you that have, and impart not to them that need. Look to the judgment that cometh. Ye therefore who have abundantly 
seek out them that hunger while the tower is yet unfinished for after it is finished ye shall desire to do good but shall not have opportunity beware then ye that boast yourselves in your riches lest they that are in want groan and their groanings go up to the lord and with your abundant goods ye be shut outside the door of the tower now therefore i say unto you that rule over the church and that have the chief seats be ye not like to poisoners now they carry their drugs in boxes but ye carry your drug and venom in your heart ye are hardened and will not cleanse your hearts and mingle your minds together with a pure heart that ye may obtain mercy from the great king take heed therefore children lest your dissensions bereave you of your life how desire ye to instruct the lord's elect when as ye yourselves have not instruction wherefore instruct one another and be at peace among yourselves that i for my part may stand with joy before the father to give account of you all unto your lord chapter ten and when she had done speaking with me the six young men that builded came and carried her away to the tower and other four took up the bench and carried that also to the tower the face of these i saw not for they were turned away from me and as she was going i prayed her to explain to me about the three forms in which she appeared to me she answered and said to me concerning these things thou must ask some other that they may be revealed to thee now she was seen of me brethren in the first vision a year ago well stricken in age and sitting on a chair in the next vision she was younger in face but had aged flesh and hair and she talked with me standing and she was more cheerful than before but in the third vision she was altogether youthful and of excellent beauty only her hair was aged and she was quite joyous and sat on a bench therefore i was sore vexed wanting to know this revelation and i beheld the aged woman in a night vision saying unto me all prayer requireth humiliation fast therefore and thou shalt receive that thou askest from the lord so i fasted one day and in the same night a young man appeared and said to me seeing that thou prayest earnestly without ceasing for revelations beware lest by much asking thou hurt thy flesh these revelations are sufficient for thee art thou able to see mightier revelations than those thou hast seen i answered and said to him sir this only i ask to have full revelation concerning the three forms of the aged woman he answered and said to me for how long are ye without understanding your double minds make you of no understanding and you're not having your heart set on the lord i answered him again saying but from thee sir we shall learn those things more perfectly chapter eleven here quoth he concerning the three forms about which thou inquirest in the first vision wherefore she did appear to thee aged and sitting in a chair because your spirit was aged and already faded and powerless from your ailings and doubts for as the age have no hope any more to renew their youth expect nothing but their last sleep so ye being weakened by worldly affairs yield yourselves up to weariness and cast not your cares upon the lord but your spirit was broken and ye were worn out with your griefs 
then i would fain know sir why she sat on a chair because said he every sick person sitteth on a chair by reason of his infirmity that the weakness of his body may be comforted there thou hast now the figure of the first vision chapter twelve and in the second vision thou sawest her standing and with her face younger and more cheerful than before but her flesh and her hair aged here quoth he this parable also as when one stricken in years is already past hope of himself because of his infirmity and his poverty and expecteth nothing but the last day of his life then suddenly an inheritance is left him and on hearing thereof he ariseth and is very glad and putteth on strength and no longer reclineth but standeth up and his spirit which was already wasted by his former doings is renewed and he no longer sitteth down but is a man again so were ye also when ye heard the revelation which the lord revealed to you for he had compassion upon you and renewed your spirits and ye put off your ailments and vigor came to you and ye were strengthened in the faith and the lord seeing you made strong rejoiced wherefore he showed you the building of the tower and he will show you other things if with all your heart ye be at peace among yourselves chapter thirteen and in the third vision thou sawest her younger and beautiful and joyous and fair of form for as when glad tidings come to one that sorroweth he straightway forgetteth his former sorrows and heedeth nothing else but the news he hath heard and is strengthened thenceforth unto good and his spirit is renewed by the joy which he received so ye likewise were renewed in your spirits when ye saw these good things and for that thou sawest her seated on a bench the position is a strong one for the bench hath four feet and standeth firmly for even so the world is held fast by four elements they therefore that repent shall be wholly young again and established if they repent with their whole heart thou hast now the entire revelation ask me no more for any revelation but if there be need of any it shall be revealed to thee end of third vision 